Welcome to the Naked Bootleg, where we're going to continue to roll out of the trivia pocket with no protection. This is part two of our redraft project that we're doing. So this time around, we're going to do 2001. Uh, you're hearing my voice. I'm Scott. Also here with uh, Eric and Marcus. I'll throw it to those guys in a second. Um, hopefully you listened to the last episode and you liked it. If you're listening to this one, we're going to continue where we left off. Same kind of rules apply. Uh, we're obviously drafting with the benefit of hindsight. However, we're also trying to factor in team rosters and team construction at the time of this draft. So before we get started into the draft picks, um, I want to throw it over to the other guys here. Is there anything about this draft that stands out to you either that you remember historically or in doing research for this? Was there something that you kind of realized? Because I had a few, but I want to throw it over to you guys first. Um, Marcus. Um, <clears throat> hello, everyone. Um, yeah, I paid very close attention to this draft because uh, those of you can't see, but I am wearing a TCU hat because in the fall of 1998, I was nine years old and I got an Athlon uh, college basketball preview magazine and on TCU's page, he actually wasn't even listed as the starting running back that year, but they had the picture of him in the little blurb for them. And I instantly was like, this is my guy, Ladanian Tomlinson. So the fact that I was just so stoked that Ladanian Tomlinson was coming out in this draft. That to me was like all I needed as a kid. I just wanted to know where he was going to play and who I was going to root for. And yes, I do have a Chargers Ladanian Tomlinson jersey in my closet right now. Yep. So I used to, I used to have one as well. The powder blue got stolen mm-hmm. on me. Damn it. Uh, what about you, Ed? Any anything about this draft besides the Cowboys not having a first round pick? Yeah, I like I I totally up until maybe what five minutes ago didn't realize that they gave up two first round picks for Joey Galloway. It wasn't yeah. just one. Which makes it and, even uh, worse. This was the, I'm mad uh, about it too, dude. I'm was, mad about it too. This was the Quincy Carter draft, so uh I'm pretty sure he's gonna get bumped up, right? Someone's taking him in the first round after that prolific career he had. Um but no. Some of my favorite players of all time are in this draft, so that it's exciting. Yeah, what I realized is when I was kind of ranking my t- – like, I, that's what I did for the last time is I took kind of the, like, 35 best guys I felt like were in this class and kind of put them on a list. And I saw that's pretty deep in a, in a few positions. There's some depth. And then kind of like the last one, it's really bare. The cupboard's pretty bare in a lot of other spots. So I'll be interested to see, like, when certain positions finally come off the board. Um, like, for example – depending on how you feel about a couple guys in here, but like the first left tackle, which is usually pretty high in actual drafts. I'll be interested to see when that comes off the board uh, here for us, but we have predetermined the order. Uh, it's going to be Marcus, myself and Eric. So uh, we'll just go into it. Marcus, you are on the clock for the Atlanta Falcons. Um, I will say that the Falcons in 2000 for our draft did not pick in the first round. So you have pretty much an open roster. Let's see what you're going to do. Well, I think it's pretty obvious um, that they needed a franchise signal caller. And in this original pick, they picked Michael Vick. And, you know, off the field stuff aside, it's just, you know, he was clearly the most talented, dynamic, and who knows what his career could have been. Um. There was also another guy in that draft, a little guy with a rag arm. Uh, ended up being pretty prolific. Um, so I'm going to stick with a quarterback. They need it. 
um, they need to get this franchise going in the right direction. But I'm going to change it from Michael Vick to, with the first pick, the Atlanta Falcons are selecting Drew Brees, quarterback from Purdue. Which is very interesting given how many fits he put that franchise through in <laughs> the actual NFL. So I'm sure Falcons fans would be like, yeah, that would have been great. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think that's the way to go here. Um, most of the time in a draft, it's what, quarterback or defensive end or, or tackle at the top. So, I mean, I think that's the right way to go. Like you said, it's a franchise that kind of needs a signal caller and they need kind of a face of a franchise. So, I, yep, no, nothing. I kind of expected it, but I thought you might go another way because of the hat you're wearing, but um, I, I'm not mad at it. Oh, man. Um, all right, I guess now I'm on the clock uh, with the Arizona Cardinals drafting two overall um, in – 2000 for us i drafted for them i guess i'm just their gm um i drafted lavar errington for them last time so they have a nice sort of franchise linebacker this actual pick was leonard davis i'll tell you right now that's gonna change uh this won't be leonard davis i have the roster in front of me now and i think this is a team that uh needs help in a lot of different places uh definitely think they could probably stand to upgrade um, on the offense uh, in, in a lot of different ways. Obviously, they have David Boston, still high hopes there. Um, but I know that Michael Pittman's contract is running out. Um, I believe he is going to be a free agent at the end of the season. And there's a TCU Horn Frog on the board that has a Hall of Fame career, and I can't imagine passing him up. So second overall, the Arizona Cardinals will be drafting LaDainian Tomlinson. That's where he should have went. Yeah, that's really absolutely, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. If not there, then the next spot, and if not there, the next spot. Right. <laughs> yeah, that good. It, it, yeah, this, this is a no. It doesn't even really matter what your roster construction is because you can fit them in either way. So this was easy for me. Um, but we'll throw it over to Eric, who is on the clock now. You will be drafting for the, the Cleveland Browns, who I famously had them not draft Tom Brady last year, and they took Chris Samuels, so they have a franchise cornerstone left tackle. And what are you going to add to it, sir? Well, so what? Can Is it too soon? They're giving up on Tim Couch. He's done. Like, honestly, he, he it's, it's... I think a, that's I think that's fair. It's he didn't do anything even afterwards. I mean, well, because like, I mean, when did they actually give up on him? It, it had to be what they gave him a o, couple o more two, years. O three. I want to say oh four, oh three, oh three might be right. right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's only a couple of years. Uh, yeah, that's, you know, whatever. I mean, he had five. I mean, granted, 2001, I think, is the season he started all 16 games. Um, but it wasn't a good 16 games. So, and <laughs> no, because <laughs> wasn't i mean his 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 best season i think was oh two where he played for like 18 and 18 was his best statistical touchdown interception ratio so uh 2001 couch through ended up throwing 21 interceptions so i'm gonna think they're gonna be okay with not taking or with not you know giving him the ball that year instead so granted like marcus said the off the field stuff but he was still amazing when he played he still beat the packers in lambeau um, so in 2001, the Gre or sorry, the Cleveland Browns uh, are going to take Michael Vick. Yeah, I mean, 
regardless of what you think. I mean, Michael Vick went to prison and then came back and had another couple of amazing seasons. So you He's... take that and you think about what it could have been if, had he never had you know that stuff never right. happened but two, he's had two 100 million dollar contracts back when that was a yep. thing back when it meant something not now where it's, <laughs> right right it's just everybody and yeah and it's the brown like if you're telling me you can get five or six elite michael vick seasons for a team that hasn't gotten five or six elite quarterback seasons in the history of the franchise and you can get it from one guy then yeah that's a no-brainer well i i asked um our our uh bench warmer group the other day was who is the new Browns' best quarterback of all time? Deshaun Watson is my answer. Right? I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> he hasn't thrown a pass for them. Who is it? Like Baker Mayfield? Is it him? Is it Derek Anderson? Is it Kelly Holcomb? Who is the best quarterback of the new Browns? Because Bernie Kosar's not there. Cause you know what I mean? Because it's the new Browns. Right, it's count. 99 yeah, yeah. till now. New Browns. Who is it? No one knows. It's a very loaded question. Yeah. <laughs> Colt and, McCoy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's with, with this pick, hopefully that's not a question that people will be asking in the future. No. Now if you ask that question, you can clearly say, no, it's Michael Vick. Yeah. It was the five or six years of Michael Vick, and then we'll address that <laughs> in like five or six more episodes. I guess you'll have to see what happens with the Browns. Uh, next up, speaking of the Browns, uh, their division mates, the Cincinnati Bengals, are on the clock. The actual pick here uh, was Justin Smith, defensive end. Last year, they also drafted number four overall in our redraft, and they took Plaxico Burris. So they have themselves a, a young, tall, athletic wide receiver to work with. Let's see what Marcus is going to add to the franchise. So the Bengals are devastated that Michael Vick just went off the board. Yes. Um, Because they're starting John Kitna. And John Kitna... In small doses, totally fine. Central Washington's finest. Uh, But, you know, this is one of those ones, you know, I feel like I got one of these last time early, too, where the the actual pick isn't – it's not bad. It's it's good, actually. I would love to go, like, corner here because the secondary is garbage. But this is – that's – you know, you talked about it earlier. That's one of these – positions that is not good um and then you have i mean they do have willie anderson and but but you could improve this o-line i mean and there are some very good offensive linemen but i don't know with with the quarterback not being there i'm okay with trying to i mean this pass rush is is terrible um you've got like vaughn booker and uh, Bernard Whittington are playing <laughs> games. Yeah, that you, exactly. All of you went, who the hell's Bernard Whittington? So I think I'm just going to stick with chalk and the Cincinnati Bengals are going to stick with Justin Smith, defensive end from Missouri. Wow. Um, I'm not mad at it. I, I think there's, Pass rush was interesting in this draft class because I think there's some really good guys in this draft class. It was actually hard for me to kind of stack them and rank them because there were some guys, and I, I don't want to, like, spoil any names, but there's a couple other guys that, like, had long careers and had, like, some breakout seasons and, and some Pro Bowl-type seasons at pass rush, but Justin Smith probably was, looking at it again now, the most consistent and the guy who did it over the longest amount of time. So if 
that's a an important position. I feel like if you have to address that need, then yeah, that's that's the guy to go with, given what we know he became as a player. Yeah, he's hands down the easy, like the best defensive end pass rusher in the draft as far as overall. I would say. Yeah, I I I, I get what you're saying. There are guys who probably had like flash years. Yeah, exactly. But the guy was just consistently very very good and probably one of the more underrated guys of all time because that guy was just a rock star every and you know Cincinnati of course didn't want to pay him so they just got let him go you know and that's what they did for a very long time <laughs> yeah all right that brings us to the number fifth overall selection this is where the San Diego Chargers drafted Ladanian Tomlinson uh in the actual draft the Chargers did not have a first rounder in our redraft so this will be the first pick for them, um, I'm looking at the roster. There's a couple different ways to go. Uh, I'd really love to go linebacker here because I'm looking at their roster and it's awful at linebacker. But to me, there's not a linebacker worth taking this early uh, in this draft here. So same with secondary. I'd love to give them a cornerback here. But like Marcus just mentioned, there's no one worthy of this spot. So I'm, I'm stuck between uh, two different positions here that I'm looking at. Um, we knew that they addressed a quarterback in this actual draft too. They got Drew Brees in the, in the second round. Brees is gone. Um, I'm not taking another quarterback in the first round in this draft uh, after Brees and Vic. So it, we're getting another year of Doug Flutie, I would guess. Um, and I feel like he needs some help. Uh, and there's two places I can go to give him help. I can either go O-line or I can get him a wide receiver. I think this is a really deep wide receiver class. So I feel like I might be able to get someone in the second round uh, that can still be productive to go with Curtis Conway, which is, I guess, my number <laughs> one guy at this point. So I'm going to help on the offensive line. Flutie's, you know, he's not very athletic. He's getting up there in age. So let's get him a, a perennial all-pro guard, Hall of Fame caliber guard to protect him. So the Chargers will be selecting Steve Hutchinson with the fifth overall pick. That's right. It's not sexy, but no, it's, no, it's, no. It's Steve Hutchinson is very sexy. <laughs> Seattle Seahawks legend Steve no, Hutchinson. It's now. Right. It's no nope. longer. Nope. It's, it's Chargers no longer, legend. It is now Chargers legend. It's <laughs> um, like yeah, Washington Commander probably. legend Tom Brady. <laughs> No, like, if, he, uh, if he stays there, I bet they're still the Redskins because no one's <laughs> no one's changing him. They're not changing the name with that. I bet legacy. you. I bet you there's not pipes full of poop bursting though. Probably they're fixing not. that stadium. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, we'll just move up uh, to number six. That's going to be the New England Patriots. Speaking of Tom Brady and not having Tom Brady, the Patriots are on the clock uh, for Mister Ede. Let me take a look and see what they did in 2000. I don't remember if they had a pick or not. They did not. So, again, uh, this will be the first pick of the redraft for them. Actual draft, they took Richard Seymour. I guess they could continue to go that way, but we'll see what Eric wants to do. See, their defense was much better <laughs> than their offense in 2000. So, to go, you know, granted this is going to be rolling into Bill Belichick's second year as – Patriots head coach um what without Tom Brady without you know mistakenly finding him because you know was it uh who's the who's the Jets linebacker that took out Bledsoe Mo Lewis Mo Lewis yeah um so Bledsoe's still there Bledsoe's their guy still damn you Mo Lewis right why (laughs) so their offense needs help their offense I think was like 20 
high 20s, mid to high 20s in offensive points for that year in 2000. So what they're going to need is, I believe, a running back. Um, I don't think they're going to continue to roll with Kevin Falk and J.R. Redmond without, I don't know, unless they want to turn Michael Bishop into a a running back, but I don't think they're going to yes, do that. Yes, please. Don't you dare take that tone with <laughs> aesthetically pleasing running back J.R. Redmond. Yes. He's, he looked the part. He looked he, the part. He really did. <laughs> he inspired young Marcus to get a back plate. So, <laughs> with that said, the the running back crop here, it, it's not terrible. Um but I think this is where we're going to see uh, Deuce McAllister go to the New England Patriots. Oh, that's, I, I feel like that's that. such, that's such a Patriots pick. It really is. It's like, and you know, Belichick's one of these guys that like he's a rich get richer type of guy. Like if if they have a strength, if the guy's there that they like, they're going to take. You know, like if they have a good pass rush, they're going to still address it. You know, I think the Bills are like that because. What do they do? They keep drafting DNs high every year. Yeah. Sean McDermott clearly wants that, so that's what they're going to keep doing. And they value yeah, it so I, much it's crazy. <laughs> but I but I love this for the Patriots getting Deuce McAllister because, you know, with hindsight, eventually this becomes their need to go get Corey Dillon. Yeah. And now they don't need to do that. So because I, I just want I want to get this pick out of the, or this this out of the way too because Richard Seymour is apparently a Hall of Famer and that makes me sick to my stomach even saying that that's pretty gross. It's I don't know how I don't know how this dude's a Hall. Look at his statistics. Uh, yeah, he has no. He, it's the most unsexy Hall of Fame pick ever. And like he was a he was a really good player. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, I never. Does Andre I'll, Carter have a chance? Right, like outside of the people, obviously, you know, the New England stands, I never looked at him as a player and said that was a Hall of Fame career. Like when I, was, I, when... I thought another person in this draft at that same position was better. We'll get to that later, I'm sure. So here, like, here's a question. It's just open yeah. a can of worms then just for, for fun. Because this was – it came up, what, last year when he retired. Um, Julian Edelman retired, and everyone was like, is he a Hall of Famer? Oh, who, Jesus. Who? Of the two, if you had to pick, had to, have Edelman. to pick one of them. Edelman or Seymour, Edelman. who's a Hall of Famer? Uh, uh, Richard Seymour. Really? Yes. You can't, you cannot, you cannot weigh what he does in the postseason that much. It can't tip the scale that much. You, It can't. It's It cannot. It has, the dude it has to over Richard Seymour. Nothing. At least Richard Seymour, you could say at, at some point in his career, was a top five player at his position. Is that just because it was a you weak position? <laughs> yeah, probably. You can't even say Julian Edelman was a top 25 receiver at any point. And I don't give a shit about how many championships they won. It's just not true. It's just factually not true. Anybody who says Julian Edelman at any point was a top 25 guy in the league, you're a liar. <laughs> Listen, I agree that he is not a Hall of Famer, but at the same time, Richard Seymour has less of a... a a stake at that than Edelman in my no, mind. No, not true. Fair. Uh, let's go back to 2001, though. Marcus, you are on the clock for the San Francisco 49ers at 7. Um, just to remind you and everyone else of what we did for them in 2000, uh, they got two linebackers in the first round. They got Adelius Thomas and Julian Peterson. <laughs> so I think they're probably maybe okay there, but let's see if you want to just, you know, do what they did with those defensive linemen a few years back and just go linebacker, <laughs> linebacker, linebacker. 
Yeah. Oh, man. And again, this corner class is really, really a bummer because they could really use some help there. Um, I mean, RIP to Ahmed Plummer. I had such high hopes for him. and He's on <laughs> yeah, this team. That, he's that makes bad. Probably three of us. Um, yeah, it's. Uh... Who's the other? Uh, the other uh, Adelius Thomas. That's who it was. Yep. OK, so. Can't take a quarterback. You're rolling with Jeff Garcia. Fine. Um, now, running back is interesting because they're kind of – I mean, Garrison Hurst is the starter, but they're they're rotating. You still got T.O. J.J. Stokes is solid. It's fine. Um, huh. Yeah, this is this is interesting because this, this is a trade down spot. That's what. It's oh, a hundred percent. They, but as I'm going back and forth between my uh, my board and this roster here, yeah. Um, you know what? I think. I mean, they're they're starting going into this season. They'll be starting Ray Brown at guard, who's 38 years old. It's not great. So let's get younger there. Maybe he didn't live up to his lofty draft spot, but he still was a very good player for a long time. Um, and unfortunately, when draft positions are light, people get overdrafted. So maybe you want to call this an overdraft. But uh, the San Francisco 49ers are going to take Leonard Davis. Because yeah, this O-line's I, hot garbage. Right, yeah, and like you mentioned, I mean, obviously he looked apart, so... You're going to get overdrafted. It's interesting that you mentioned, you know, guard because maybe they're kicking him inside. Maybe that does better for him. I don't know. You know, I don't know. But well, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't he move to guard when he when he played for Dallas? I, I think he did. Right. Eric would know more than who's that more than I would. Leonard Davis. Yeah, he was in guard. He's a big. Yeah, guard. they kicked him inside, which I think yeah. was the better position for him because I think he was just much better in Dallas with with the position change. So maybe they put him there immediately in San Francisco and he's just a damn yeah. good guard he instead of an okay tackle. A, yeah, he was such, he was great in Dallas as a guard. Like it was, a, yeah, it, he didn't look like a tackle. He right. had no, that. He's, just, he's just massive dude and, and, and a not flexible dude. And, and you need to be flexible. You can't be a Which mean tackle. You can't be a mean tackle. You can be a mean guard. Cause as soon as you get over aggressive <laughs> at tackle, you're getting blown by. But as That's guard, fair. you just blow people up. Yeah, no, it's it, it's a good pick, and I mean, obviously, this is a guy that was drafted even higher than this actual. So clearly, you know, he was the top prospect in this draft. So to get him at seven, fill a position in need for a team that, like you said, offensively has a lot to work with. So I think this is a good landing spot for him. Yeah, uh, I'm up next with the Chicago Bears on the clock. Uh, the Bears drafted Chad Pennington to be their quarterback last year. So at least we've got that. We've got that I position addressed. I love this. Just can, I, can so we take accurate. a second that it's just not like Chad it. Pennington is a bear. <laughs> and that's an upgrade from almost everybody and they've and had. It's, and it's literally the best quarterback. It would be. It would have been the best quarterback that they ever had. Yeah. Right. That's the same thing with the Browns question. Who's their best quarterback since McMahon, I guess you could say. It would be Chad yeah. Pennington. Um, so yeah, got Chad Pennington in here. Really happy about that. Um, looking at the roster, have a young A train Anthony Thomas coming off uh, an 1100 yard season. So I'm feeling really good about my young quarterback running back tandem. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. The A train. Holy God. Um, that is the only good season. <laughs> hey, almost 1,200 yards. I'll Once. take it. Uh, he, was hey. al- he was almost good at running back. Almost. Um, feeling really good about actually this young kind of offensive nucleus here because Marty Booker, uh, 100-catch season, Des White's in here, and he's only 22 years old. So feeling really good about about this. Um, obviously, the actual pick here was uh, was a receiver, um, was David Terrell, David yeah. Terrell, however you want to say it. I don't know. Now looking at this roster, not sure why they made that pick because I feel like they're okay with Marty Booker and Des White. Um, I'm not going to take a receiver for them because I feel okay there. The O-line has some youth on it, uh, so I feel okay there, even though I know later on in this draft in real life they pick up Roberto Garza. Um, I'm looking at the defense, though, and I'm seeing 33-year-old Ted Washington, 32-year-old Keith Trailer, Philip Daniels, who I just never liked as a player. Um, and obviously I see a big hole in the middle there because Brian Urlacher is a commander or a red skin or whatever you want to call it um, for last year, but it's too high for me to take a middle linebacker in this draft class, but I am going to go with the borderline Hall of Famer Richard Seymour in the spot because I feel like they need to get younger on the D-line, and he, to me, seems like a Bears type of player. That's the pick. Yeah, I like it. He's, didn't he? He never played for the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> you sure? uh, it's just the Raiders and the Patriots? Is that it? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that, uh, that to me just seemed like a, a Bears pick. Support for this Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, the best in below in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Join over 4 million men worldwide with this exclusive offer, 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code BTP at manscaped.com. Eight, four, 4 million men, 8 million balls, you know what to do. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code BTP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code BTP. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Um, All right. Seattle Seahawks are on the clock now. Uh, Eric's going to draft for them. Let me just go back and see. Do you remember what they did last year? Oh, wait. Eight picks. They have so they have Sean Alexander still. Uh, they also have Dion Grant in this back in the secondary, and they have KGB on the defensive line. So they use their three first rounders on those players. Uh, so let's see what else they're going to do as they continue to build this franchise. So their defense, when you look at it, is not terrible. I mean, you got an well, aging, no, you got Dion Grant and KGB. You got an aging Cortez Kennedy, but even I mean, thirty two is not terrible for a defensive tackle. Um, Especially not Springs, for Tez. Awesome, <laughs> Chad Brown like it. Anthony Simmons like this is it's it's good. Yeah. Um, so let's look at their offense. Who got did? Where did Daryl Jackson go? Because he's not here anymore. He, right? he yeah, he is not there. Daryl. He's Jackson. on the Jets. Yeah. Daryl Jackson is a Jet. That's he's right. A jet. So what does that mean? They need a wide receiver more than they already <laughs> did with which is where they went to begin with. So then that tells you where where are we going? The question is do you want Reggie Wayne? Do you want Chad Johnson? Do you want Santana Moss? Um I'm I'm going with even though his statistics are slightly lower than Reggie Wayne and I the only reason I say that is cuz he probably never had anybody 
the level of Peyton Manning throwing him the ball. The Seahawks are going Chad Johnson here. Interesting. It was not my number one wide receiver on my board, and I love Chad Ochocinco Johnson. I just think I, – I mean, Reggie Wayne – is better statistically on if you look at it his career. Well, yes. of course, but obviously, Peyton Manning was. Yeah, who who was who was throwing Chad Johnson the ball? John Kitna, right now. There you, there you go. <laughs> so it's like either Chad Johnson was just doomed with John Kitna. Either got was going to get him in Seattle or he gets him in Cincy. But now he gets Dilfer and eventually Hasselbeck. So and is, is let me get. I I think I know who your number one is, but I don't have him. I I think. I think Chad Johnson's a little better, prime-wise, in their prime. I give it to Chad Johnson. Yeah, I think prime-wise is fine. And I, it'll be interesting to see kind of how he is in Seattle, a franchise that I feel like has a little bit more stability, right, and probably not going to act out as much as he did in Cincinnati. So if you can corral Chad a little bit, I think he can extend his career by a few years. Closer to where he went to school, works out overall. Uh, yeah, I like it, but I'm not the Seahawks guy here. So, Marcus, what are your thoughts on that? Um, on Chad Johnson, just to the Seahawks, yeah. And this, oh universe. god, it would have been amazing. Uh, we took Corin Robinson, and like, <clears throat> let's be real, Corin Robinson still was a good player. He just couldn't stay out of his own way. He, he was, was one a of those good, guys. Yeah, he was just one of those guys uh, that couldn't get stay out of trouble. And he still made a Pro Bowl as a kick returner and still had some good seasons, but it just, you know. Uh, and and if you're going to tell me that instead of Corn Robinson we get Chad Johnson, I'm I'm doing backflips. I love it. So it's it's. I think we already said this is when you give a 20 year old millions, millions of, dollars, of dollars. Yeah, he doesn't all of a sudden become very mature in his life. He becomes a 20 year old with millions of dollars. Yeah, if you, get, if you give me that much money at 21, I, I probably I'm probably dead. I, I've done something <laughs> so bad that I'm dead. Are you saying that you would have gotten stabbed in Niagara Falls? I probably would have. Instead of getting away from it, would have happened because I would have been like, I'm, I got millions of dollars. I, nothing's touching me. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Uh, All right, <laughs> Marcus, you're on the clock for the Green Bay Packers. Um, I want to take a look. I can't remember if they had a pick. Last year, not they did not. So you're up with Green Bay, and right now they don't have anyone that we gave them last year. No, um, they originally took Jamal Reynolds. That did not work out. <laughs> not great, and they don't have KGB. So this is, um, this is dire straits for this pass rush. And like we've been saying, like. You know, sometimes just the board, the way the board falls and the way positions stack up, you got to, like, push up value. But they they have to take pass rush here. Um, like you said, there's some really solid guys. Some guys that had some solid, you know, some solid years. And uh, um, his name was mentioned earlier. I am going to give these Green Bay Packers Andre Carter um, at 10. Again, he's not not elite but he's pretty damn good and they need it badly because I mean, they've got, I mean, Vonnie holiday is fine, but other than that, they got nothing here. So, uh, add to that pass rush. I would love to take a linebacker here because if you could see this list of linebackers, it is (laughs) 
offensive on many levels, but I'm not I'm not there yet. I'm not that desperate. Uh, so Andre Carter. Yeah, it's a good pick. Um, it, I don't know. It feels Packersy to me for some reason. Um, again, we know that that's what they were trying to do anyway was boost the the pass rush. So you get a guy here who, again, he did have some some pretty good seasons. He was a Pro Bowler. So I, yeah, it's a good pick. Oh boy, and now I'm up with the Carolina Panthers and I'm looking at their roster and it's awful. And I, there's so many, I I wish I could draft three players for them in this spot alone (laughs) because their roster just looks awful here. Um, Marcus gave them Ian gold last year. So I, you know, I don't mind that a a young linebacker to play with. Um, I know this is the year that they draft Dan Morgan. So clearly linebacker was, was a need for them. Um, I'm not going to take Dan Morgan in this spot. He was fine, but like he was not good enough to go 11th overall. So looking at this roster, they need help everywhere. Like I said, uh, more secondary again, but I just can't, I can't do it yet. I can't pull the trigger on, on a corner here. Um, linebacker looks terrible. They're Dean Wells, Lester Towns and Lee Woodall were their linebackers. Um, which who, yeah, so I linebacker is, is obviously a huge need, um, but so is quarterback, so is running back, so is offensive line. So I'm wondering if I just kind of go best player available and I take that approach because there are just so many different holes to fill here. Um, and I can go chalk and just go Steve Smith, um, who is the highest ranked player left on my board. But because Musa Muhammad's in there, I, I just, and there's so many other holes to fill. I think I'll, I'll go somewhere else. So because I don't feel good enough getting a linebacker here, I do want to try to upgrade the defense. I'm going a little bit lower on my board than I would have liked. Um, but I do know that they end up with Chris Jenkins out of this draft, but I'm going to go ahead and address that position, but I'm going to do it with a guy who I liked a little bit more and that's Marcus Stroud. So I'm going to draft Marcus Stroud to the Panthers here. Love Marcus Stroud. I think he's the best D tackle in this draft, and yeah, he's, he's better than player. Richard Seymour. But <laughs> Richard Seymour is a Hall of Famer. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Ugh. <laughs> Just gross to say out loud. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like how I feel when I keep saying it. <laughs> gross. All right, uh, so we're up to the St. Louis Rams at 12, uh, and that's going to be Eric. So 2000, we got the year two of Kurt Warner, um, which wasn't it, as sexy as year one. Uh, the, un- the, un- the underdog? Yeah, the, the highly underrated movie. Oh, let me uh, also just remind you that they, they added Brad Meester last year. Uh, so they have a center. Yeah. Awesome. You know what they didn't have? A defense. <laughs> <laughs> 2000, their defense was trash it was and that's being polite um they have a lot of oh that's a guy and london fletcher it's a lot of like oh i remember him and london fletcher that's all their defense is um kevin carter was it dre bly Uh, grant right it's names it's names that you know but it's not like grant winstrom all all, all i ever will ever remember about this guy he's got a motor on him that's all i know about this guy is that he's got that afro bro yeah he had that white he had that white fro (laughs) and a motor non-stop on this guy and a motor (laughs) (laughs) all they're ever gonna say about him 
It's like anyway. it's like that's like the the that's like what they call small white guys like gym rats or like yeah. you know yeah. coach's son that it, that's for big white guys that's it is it's a motor yep it never stops like Justin Smith had a motor Max, <laughs> Max Crosby has a motor yeah <laughs> so with that they they need I'm gonna say a, a a better pass rush for them and I think to get that they're going to go a defensive end. Um, I know who this man is because he plays for a team I hate or played for a team I hate, and they loved him here. And he did have a sneaky good career. Um, he did. The uh, I don't even like saying this. Um, the St. Louis Rams are going to take Aaron Schobel. Yeah, he's he, he's right there next on my list for that position group. So. Yep, it's, it's, I get it. It's weird, like it, it just yeah, seventy eight sacks yeah. in his career, like that's that's a lot, like for somebody that most, yeah, like an average fan might not even know who he is. Type name. He's 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 one of the guys I was referring to earlier. Like he had he had some good seasons. He flashed for a few seasons. He didn't do it as consistently as Justin Smith did. But no, can we just talk about the fact that like. The better pass rushers in this draft are white. I don't. I don't know. It, like we can say that Marcus and I are on here, so we like we can. <laughs> they we have can motors. address that. They have motors. Like there were a lot of motors in this draft, and they worked. Yeah, <laughs> like I have another one that's on my draft board that will probably come off soon, but and we'll get to that. But uh, yeah, no, it's 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 a good pick, like you said. They need to get better at defense. If you can get a guy in there, again, seventy-eight career sacks is nothing to sneeze at. So I, you know, obviously it's a team with Super Bowl aspirations. So I think it's good to to add at a premium position. Uh, speaking of premium positions, let's see if Marcus goes that way on the clock with the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's not going to be Marcus Stroud. Um, let's see where they end up going. And then I want to take a look and see. I know that they picked more than once last year. They did get Dennis Northcutt, and that's it. So, yep, Dennis Northcutt is uh, is there. For the Jaguars? Yes, for Jacksonville. Oh, all right. Um. They got Brunel. I mean, he's aging, but he's still Mark Brunel. They got Fred Taylor, um, Northcutt, Keenan McCardell, and Jimmy Smith. Um, O-line is solid. Well, I guess they don't have Brad Meester now, so that's a factor. That's, this is true. And no Marcus Stroud. Uh, oh, what could have been with Fernando Bryant in the secondary? Mm. Love that guy. Um, anyways, um, they went D tackle. I'm going to stick with that because it's just the position that has the most quality talent um, outside of, I guess, receiver left. Um, and his name was mentioned recently. Again, they're bummed they don't have Marcus Stroud, but let's get another big body in the middle of this defense, and they're going to take Chris Jenkins. Yep, that's a good pick. Chris Jenkins and Richard Seymour, to me, aren't that different, so... I yeah I'm I like the pick and uh, he and was a solid infinitely player. more likable. Oh, absolutely, oh. <laughs> Chris Jenkins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it's a good pick. Um, we'll just move along then. Uh, Tampa Bay up for me at fourteen. Uh, this is an interesting spot. This is where they took Kenyatta Walker in the actual draft. Looking at this, uh, we know obviously in hindsight that they're you know going to be competing for a Super Bowl soon. Um, got to make a couple changes here, but I think I'm going to actually just 
can, I'm going to go with that position again because they had a guy named Pete Pearson at left tackle, and I don't know who that is. He might be uh, this dad of these twin girls, the Pearson twins that I went to middle school with. So, But whether it's him or not, uh, I'm going to upgrade at that position just because, again, this is a team with Super Bowl aspirations. you got to have that that premium left tackle. Um, the guy for me, the number one left tackle on my board, is uh, a three-time Super Bowl winner, Matt Light. So the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will be selecting Matt Light 14th overall. Makes sense. It's a it's a light quarter or a light tackle class, am I right? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> and he's you know what, for an old lineman, he's got a motor, so I figure <laughs> you know, why not take him? Uh, I got nothing to say. <laughs> All right. Uh, well hopefully you'll have more to say because you're up now. Uh fifteen. It's your team, the one you've been building. Oh my it's God. Washington with Tom Brady and Brian Urlacher. Let's see what they're going to do here. Rod Gardner is on the board, and he was the pick here. Let's see if Brady gets a weapon. Clemson legend. Rod Gardner. I hate Rod Gardner. Anyway, so 2000 Redskins, they feel like they're set at running back because Stephen Davis just had he, – he balled in 2000. Like, he 1,300 yards. They're set. They have Tom and Brady. He's, he's, yeah, he's getting handoffs from the GOAT. So Right. Um, was it Deion Sanders was in Washington that year in yes. 2000. So what we're going to do is we're going to stick, stick with wide receiver. Cause you have Irving Fryer, who is 405 years old. Um, James Thrash. Who's Albert, James Thrash? Albert Connell. <laughs> um, so we're going to stick with wide receiver. And I think we're going to take the one that Scott was referring to earlier is his top on the board to play with Tom Brady and just sit back and think of how different the NFL would be if Tom Brady got to play with Steve Smith, who Washington is taking right here. Yes, he was my number one wide receiver in this class, um, which is deep. That's one of the positions I mentioned earlier that I felt like was pretty deep uh, in this class. But, I mean, yeah, I really like that pairing, especially – this is before everyone said that, you know, Brady only did the, the, you know, the kind of the shorter passing game. So the fact that he gets himself a deep threat with the speed and the acceleration of Steve Smith, love that combination. In and Washington. don't, don't over- overlook Steve Smith's short, like, you know, five yeah. to 10 yard range too, because he was very shifty and could get away real easy. Oh, I mean the, the slant he caught in the playoff game against, uh, against the Rams yeah. when he just absolutely, I mean, it was like, he caught it and you were like, Oh, they got no chance. Bye. He's and and very good contested catch guy for being a small guy. I, I love love that man. Love love Steve Smith. I love the pick. I'm honestly kind of surprised he lasted this long, but I'm glad to see him off the board and he gets to go play with the GOAT. So I'm I'm happy for his career as well. Cause maybe this time he'll actually win a Super Bowl. And I mean you you can again looking at uh just looking over Reggie Wayne here. I don't think He's a good of, of as good of a fit for Tom Brady as Steve Smith, so that's the main reason I go that way. I agree, and I like I said, talent wise, I have Reggie Wayne third on my wide receiver board because I think from just a pure talent standpoint, Steve Smith and Chad Johnson were ta- more talented receivers. So I have no problem with the if you want to call it the Reggie Wayne slide here that's going on. He's just hanging out. <laughs> yeah, he's just sitting in the green room. Um, Ooh, the Jets are up next for Marcus. Marcus and I spent uh, the 2000 redraft basically building the Jets franchise. So just to recap, uh, they have Sean Ellis, they have Keith Bullock, and they have Daryl Jackson and Bubba Franks. So now Marcus is going to add to that roster as well here. Um, yeah, and uh, 
the Jets uh, went with Santana Moss. Um, and I'm a uh, – hold on here. Speaking of what you're talking about with Reggie Wayne sliding, I am a big fan of – and most teams should be big fans of complementary skill sets. And when you're looking at – you know, when you're looking at these teams and – you look at the kind of players they have. If you're going to double up at a position, you should be looking at what's what's the complementary skill set of these guys. Um, again, defense. They're I mean they're pretty solid. Um, yeah, and and especially with the work that we did last year. Uh, we're talking about a Reggie Wayne slide. It's going to last a little bit longer because. I'm going to stay chalk and take Santana Moss because with Daryl Jackson, they have that mm-hmm. um, that sim- he's very similar to Reggie Wayne in that he's a route runner. He's not a burner. He's just going to, you know, do he's he's very technical and they need that guy that's going to take the top off. So despite him, how good I really think Reggie Wayne is, I'm taking Santana Moss purely to complement the skill set of Daryl Jackson. Yep, that's exactly what I would have done because to me, Reggie Wayne and Daryl Jackson are too similar, and you're you're just it's redundant at that point. I think it's a great fit because Santana Moss again takes the top off that defense, and then Daryl Jackson can sit in that intermediate, uh, you know, kind of range and get those passes. Um, so I think it's a really good fit. Then you have Bubba Franks too stretching the field as a tight end. This is a really interesting looking offense. Uh, it will be fun to see where they go with with QB um, over the next few drafts. We'll see if we can get them someone uh, that's a little bit more competent in there since they're not going to have Pennington. But yeah, no, I think it's a really good pick. I mean, we can we can have them start the Quincy Carter era early. That's that's true. <laughs> that's true. Maybe, maybe he goes undrafted, but they sign him. Maybe we'll, I don't know. We'll. We'll figure that out. Um, I'm back on the clock with Seattle. This is interesting for me. Um, well, they just drafted Chad Johnson a few uh, picks ago, so I don't have to worry about wide receivers. So the Reggie Wayne slide is going to continue because uh, that's not the way that they're going. Um, it's cool as maybe doubling it up might be. Uh, I feel like there's a couple other spots we can improve here. And there are a few questions here. Like, I mean, Ricky Waters is still really, really high-level running back, uh, but he is – going to be 32. Uh, I have a couple running backs on my board that I feel like are worthy of first round picks. So that's certainly an area that I can go. Steve. Well, wait, you didn't, you pick Sean Alexander for them last year. Oh, you're right. I did. Yes. So they do have Sean Alexander. Um, Steve Hutchinson's obviously not, uh, not there. So I could look for offensive line, but I'm not loving anyone else really for this spot there. Um, KGB's here. So, we have kind of a young pass rusher in there, so I'm not really looking there. Um, but I'm still looking at the secondary, and I I, I just don't like it, um, the Seahawks secondary roster. But I also don't really like this secondary class. Um, like, my top-rated guy's pretty low on the board here, so I'm really trying to figure out. This would be probably another trade-down spot if I could do that. Um, my best players available are at positions that they've already addressed early. Um, in running back and wide receiver. So I don't want to do that. So what I will do is I think I will kind of do something that didn't really become a trend, I feel like, until after this. But I think I'm going to go and pair up two really, really interchangeable, high-level skilled safeties 
So with Dion Grant, I'm actually going to draft Adrian Wilson uh, to kind of go back there with him. Um, Dion Grant can play free. Adrian can play strong and uh, do a little early Legion of Boom, Earl Thomas, Cam Chancellor type joint. Yes, I'm in. <laughs> and I love Adrian Wilson. He's one of my favorite players. Oh, yeah. Adrian Wilson's class. a man. I'm I, a big I, fan. I, I enjoy that. I mean, I probably would have went maybe interior defensive line here to go with a Cortez who's probably on his way sure. out. Um, but this makes just as much sense. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm happy with the pick. Uh, ooh, Detroit Lions are up next. <laughs> um, Why am I doing it? Why do I have the Lions again? Just, <laughs> I like how we up. all are ending up with the teams that we yeah, basically it, last That time. is interesting. Uh, the Lions last time drafted Chad Clifton, so they have their – I guess cornerstone left tackle. Let's see where else Eric uh, takes this franchise. Oh, so we we don't have to go Jeff Backus right here. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't think so. All right. Cool. Um, the Lions. Ugh. The Charlie Batch Lions. The mm-hmm. James Stewart Lions. The Johnny Morton, Herman Moore, <laughs> Jermaine Crowell Lions. Hey, they got weapons. The Cedric. Irvin Lions, Desmond Howard Lions. So <laughs> what are they doing here? They need a wide receiver. I think this is where Reggie Wayne goes. It, good for the Lions, I guess. Now Reggie Wayne can be unknown for his career. I'm sorry, Reggie, but you're now just a, just you're going to be the, your Charles Rogers your Roy Williams, your Mike Williams, Mike Williams, your (laughs) (laughs) so here, the Detroit lions still, cause there's no quarterbacks they could take here. There's nobody Quincy Carter. No, they're not going to, they're not going to do the Jerry Jones and try to run the, uh, the option in the NFL 20 years too early with a quarterback. Who's not good. Um, so the Detroit lions here are going Reggie Wayne. I'm sorry. I'm it's, sorry. It's great great for the Lions. Really, really bad for Reggie Wayne. <laughs> but it, it's nice to see the slide stop. And, yeah, I think that's that's the right pick here um, for many, many reasons. Yeah, uh, I don't have nothing else to say on that. Sunny Florida to uh, Detroit. Yeah, that's right. He, he can handle it. All right, Marcus, you are up next on the clock for the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, which is interesting considering their actual pick of Casey Hampton is on the board. Uh, they did not have a pick in 2000, so it's a clean sl- – or yes, they did. I'm sorry. They have Mark Bolger now, who they selected last year to be their quarterback. So let's see what else they're going to do. All right. Well, as much as I would like to take Casey Hampton, and I think he's – you know, they, they need that. Um, but you got to help Mark Bolger out because there is no Plaxico Burris in this scenario for them. So they now have Troy Edwards and Heinz Ward. And Heinz Ward, sure, fine. But uh, you're going to need to be more explosive than that. Um, there's a guy on here that I've been eagerly looking forward to drafting because he was one of my favorite guys. Underrated. Um, one of these guys that you you know, you know alluded to with, the, with that Lions pick that maybe faded into obscurity because of his situation. But I thoroughly enjoyed him, and I think he's a nice complement to Heinz Ward. Um, 
with his explosiveness. So we're going to uh, – the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to take Chris Chambers. Love Chris Chambers. Hell uh, yeah. Th- that's, yeah, that's like a good Steelers player, too, I feel like. Yeah, he just, you know, wasn't he was wasn't he a Wisconsin guy? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He just, it, tough, fast, because, um, you know, Heinz Ward, good player, but not, not at all explosive in any sense of the word. So uh, I really like his compliment to Heinz, and now you have surrounded Mark Bulger with another weapon, which they needed, so. Yeah, I love it. I love what they're doing in Pittsburgh, um, building around the quarterback there. I really like that tandem at receiver. We're seeing a run on receivers here, which, again, makes sense because I, I just think it's really deep there. Um, yeah, that's a that's one of my favorite picks, I think, so far of, of this first round. I love Chris Chambers to, to Pittsburgh. That upgrades his career immensely. Yeah, oh, so yes. much. So much. <laughs> it does. Speaking of upgrades, that's what I'm on the clock here to do for the Rams. Uh, thanks to Eric, they have Aaron Schobel now. Uh, so they got, you know, a guy with a motor to, to pair with Grant Wistrom, who also has a motor. So there's a lot of motors going on here on this defense. Um, I'm Yeah, looking at this roster, like Eric said, there, there's names that you know, but there's, there's definitely spots they can upgrade on defense. I think this is when I have to do it. Um, it's an interesting player too, just because I feel like there were times when he was looked at as a, a not necessarily top five, but a, kind of a top 10 guy at his position. I don't know. I guess we'll see how he fares um, on the other side of Dre Bly, but the Rams are going to draft Nate Clements here uh, with this pick. That's right. Solid, yeah. solid, but unspectacular is Nate Clements. And sometimes that's what you need. Yeah. He's my, <laughs> my top corner on the board here. So I, yeah, it was, it was time for him to go. It's almost the, the correct. It's that's a way a corner's career should be. Like you shouldn't know much about him, because fair. That means agree. You, you, if, if no one's throwing towards him, right? And he and he was very good for for the Bills for a while. Yeah, yeah, he definitely was. All right. Speaking of the Bills, they're up next in the Nate Clement spot. Uh, but obviously that won't be who they're getting here. But I think it's great that Eric gets to draft for the Bills. So let's see what uh Yeah, let's see what he's gonna do here. Yeah. So, they uh they added Darren Howard, sorry, they added Darren Howard uh last year. So they, they got a, a pass rusher in there. So to go with Marcellus Wiley, they have a young Sam Cowart, which was it's it's good, I guess. They their interior defensive line was great in two thousand. You had Ted Ted Washington and Pat Williams. Um I'm not sure. Is that Ted's last year in Buffalo? It might be. Yeah, it was. 2000. Yeah. Then he went yep. to Chicago. So they they would need to upgrade that, I feel. And with um, with Nate Clements going, because that was another big need, they needed somebody to go across Antoine Winfield. Um, would have been Nate Clements, and that's kind of probably why they went that way. So with that said, um, I think they go, since he's still on the board, they're going to go defensive tackle Casey Hampton. I love Casey Hampton. Um, such a good, just nose tackle. So consistent. Uh, yeah, you're you're getting a, a guy that just has that type of pedigree to win. Like you said, their D line was good, and now yeah. it can continue it to, could, to that, flourish. That was, the, that was their strength on their defense because you figure you got Henry Jones, who's getting towards the end. He was long, long in the tooth, as some might say. Um, Keith Newman was solid. Like they had some spots. And but like I said, they love 
their defensive line and how how it was rolling with um with Pat Williams and and Ted Washington. I believe they ended up bringing in possibly Sam Adams. Yeah, oh yeah, he gets there soon, in yeah. Like 2001 maybe I want to say might be the Sam Adams year and he was you know great. They did need a running back, but I feel like he they could still snag somebody later. Yeah, solid solid pick. Uh up next the New York Giants are on the clock. Marcus will be drafting for them for the second year in a row. Last year, he gave them John Abraham. So they, they have a really, really good pass rusher to build around. Um, yeah, Marcus, what's it going to be this time? Um, so this New York Giants team is coming off of a Super Bowl appearance. Got absolutely boat raced <laughs> by the freaking Baltimore <laughs> Ravens led by Trent freaking Dilfer. Who's in Seattle now. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> So they went Will Allen um, in in hindsight, good because they're secondary, uh, not great. You got an aging Jason Seahorn. Sean Williams is fine, but I mean, really, this whole secondary can use help. Um, like we highlighted, this is the I would say the weakest part of this draft is well, eh, tackles pretty bad. Um, Either it's, way, it's, it's light. Tackles light. We, we've established tackles, that. Tackles very light. Um, and this, unfortunately, for the Giants is another one of those situations where I think I have to reach here a little bit. Um, just doesn't make sense to go anywhere else. And there is a player who I'm very familiar with. He was very solid for two different teams. And... Uh, Somebody else was drafted earlier in this draft that punched him and broke his jaw at practice. Um, so that aside, apparently he's got a punchable face, but he was a a good player. Not a great player, but a good player. Um, so the Giants are going to take Ken Lucas. Oh, corner. interesting. Um, yeah, kind of one of those players that you forget about, right? Because, again, like a really unremarkable player but he played at a good to high level for for a number of years so you're getting a guy that you know at least is somewhat consistent ken lucas um i completely oh. forgot about him he i did you not have him on your board he was not in my 35 i mean i, I may have just skipped past his name to be honest over with over his career he had 25 picks 85 yeah. P, pbus i mean like i said he was never a top 10 guy at his position but he easily was a top half of the league for his whole yep. career. And again, uh, got punched in the face by Steve Smith at camp. <laughs> no Fred Smoot here. <laughs> got it. Uh, that's not going to happen <laughs> this time. I don't think, I don't think, uh, well, I mean, if Steve Smith somehow finds a way to punch Ken Lucas in practice, something went wrong for one of these teams since, you know, Steve Smith's playing with the GOAT. They are in the same division, though. Uh oh. Ken Lucas is actually going to have to D up Steve Smith. <laughs> Uh oh! Now well, I fun- love that pick. Now I went from liking that pick to loving that pick. Well, and then like the thing with uh, uh, with the Seahawks is he left the Seahawks, went to Carolina, and then came back, uh, and then we absolutely destroyed the Panthers in the right. NFC Championship game. But yeah, Ken Lucas was solid. He just he yeah. wasn't great. He was just very solid. All right, so I'm up next uh, with the New Orleans Saints, and admittedly, I have a little bit of a conundrum because I know the player that I want to take, but I don't want to get roasted for taking him here. 
by no, you guys. No, 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 no. Hold on. This is a judgment-free zone. This is your personal <laughs> yeah. choice. Now, we're going to comment on it if we think it sucks, but <laughs> it it doesn't mean you're wrong necessarily. I don't yeah. think any of us can really look at each other and go, oh, that, that would be stupid. <laughs> I, I, I think I can justify it, I think, because I'm looking at this Saints roster, um, and they, they didn't have a pick last year, obviously, because Ricky Williams is on their roster, so they didn't have any picks last year because they traded all of them to get Ricky Williams. Um, but they have a pick this year. Uh, I'm looking, you know, there's some positions here that uh, pass rush is a big one for me, but looking at this roster, they were coming off a season where they still have Leroy Glover, and he had 17 sacks. Joe Johnson, not, you know, the big three Joe Johnson, uh, had 12 sacks for them. So I feel like defensively they're okay. Um, Keith Mitchell had a nice season at linebacker. I'd love to take a corner here, but Ken Lucas just went, unfortunately, and I'm not taking the aforementioned Fred Smoot in this spot. So I'm looking on offense, right? Got Ricky Williams in here. Joe Horn had a crazy good season. One of the highest ranked players for me left here is TJ Hushmanzada. I think he deserves to be in the first round here. I could see him as a saint, but I don't know that I love the the fit there with Joe Horn. Um, so I'm drafting Todd Heap, and I don't really care because <laughs> – I think like Todd Heap is a, 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 I mean, he's a better tight end than Bubba Frank than Bubba Frank's went in the first round last year. So Todd Heap to me seems like a Saints type of guy. It gives Jeff Blake or whoever's going to be at, at QB kind of a nice, reliable target across the middle. So going with Todd Heap and uh, yeah, it is what it is. No, I, I, I considered Todd Heap um, at uh, where are we at? Um, oh, when I took uh for the Steelers, when I took um, yeah, Chambers. Chris Chambers, I was like, okay, well, they need a weapon, and yeah. Todd Heap was very good. He's very good, so do I don't, I don't, I don't dislike it at all. Yeah, like, I, love I, Todd think, Heap. I think you just said it. Did you say when he's on the field? Yeah, when he's when yeah, he's that's, out there. that's what it is. Yep. So hopefully he can stay healthy, and now you've got Joe Horn, Todd Heap, Ricky Williams. I feel like you're building a, a decent nucleus there. So that's uh that's where we're at with the Saints. Denver Broncos are up next on the clock for Eric, and I feel like they didn't have a pick last year. They did. They went chalk and uh, got Delta O'Neal last year. So they got the, the corner. Let's see what else they're going to do. Their defense was not bad. It wasn't bad. Bill Romanowski was aging. Um, Ian Gold was not there anymore. So In Carolina. Yeah. yeah. So a linebacker would be nice. Um but what is there? <laughs> I mean, I have some guys at the bottom of my board, but yeah, it might yeah, be a little. I mean, it, you're you're looking at. I mean, it, for me, it came down to two guys. Do we realize that anybody can run behind that defensive or that offensive line in the early 2000s in Denver? Because Terrell Davis was really towards the end. I think he had one more year, and that one, and that last year was not really a year. Yeah. Um. And then you got, there's not, see, there's not much. I think they have to go. They're going to go running back here. They're going to, so, as much as I think Travis Henry would probably be the best fit. I think I disagree. I think Rudy Johnson would be a better skilled back because Travis Henry was kind of just put your head down and go type guy. Um, I think they have to because linebacker just, there's not, it's not worth it. To, to reach up that high. Um, so the Denver Broncos here are going to go Rudy Johnson. 
I love Rudy Johnson to Denver here. I think that is such a good fit. I behind I, like we saw him run behind some okay to maybe kind of good offensive lines in Cincinnati, but he's going to be running behind an even better line in Denver and that Kubiak system. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's a home run pick. I love Rudy Johnson to the Broncos. That kills Mike Anderson and Orlando Scary. So just... it kills all. Of oh them. no! Bell. <laughs> it, it, it's going to have a ripple effect, but you know what? Ruben Jones that's... doesn't have those three yeah. games that everybody loved. Yeah, exactly. All that changes is that it's going to be Rudy Johnson as one of the all-time Broncos great running backs. It's not. It's not going to be these <laughs> randoms running for a thousand. Oh, who was that? Carlos? Car- was it Quentin Griffin? Quentin Griffin. I was going to say yes. Carlos Quentin. Yeah, that's from, a baseball from player from Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah, the light skinned dude. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was like 5'7", like 175 pounds. <laughs> yeah, that's actually good. Thank you for – now we can avoid all of that. We don't have to live right? in a we world where be... all that stuff happened. Fa- You're welcome, <laughs> fantasy football players from the year 2000. <laughs> until... Draft Rudy Johnson. Right? You don't have to be like, which Denver Bronco running back am I starting this week? Who's this Who's this Ruben Drahanis? Drahanis? Who's this guy? Drahanis? Drahanis? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, Marcus, you're up for the Eagles. Um, oh, it, we take a look at who did they draft? Freddie Mitchell. Like, oh, well, no, this year. Last, I thought you meant last year. Never mind. You know last what? Year. They don't have to because last year they drafted Lavernius Coles. Oh, so hell yeah. They got the receiver in hell there. Hell yeah. Um, okay. Um, so on this team, you have. Um, I mean, I like what they, you know, I like what they have going on defense. I mean, they're getting a little long in the tooth at corner with Troy Vincent and Bobby Taylor. But, again, we've addressed it a thousand times. This class sucks at corner. Um, so I'm kind of torn. Um, Chad Lewis started games at tight end for this team, which, <laughs> ugh, yikes. Could be another weapon. I mean, but I think that's offset by Lavernius Coles. I'm... As good as this defense is, I'm going to add to that again because they do have Hugh Douglas, who just turned 30, had had almost 10 sacks. Um, and I'm going to add to this pass rush. And I'm going to take, surprise, another motor guy. Is he finally coming off? The One of the scariest-looking humans that's ever walked God's green earth decided to wear red contacts to look even more like a crazy person. We're talking about Kyle Vandenbosch <laughs> is going to go off right here to the Eagles. He, yeah. He was the other guy I was talking about when I said there's all, are all the pass rushes besides Andre Carter. This one white? Like... Yeah. Ugh, what a terrifying looking man. He looked like he came straight out of like American history X. Yes, he did. And he, you know, he seems like a guy that the Eagles would draft to and that they would like. So it, it, I feel like it's a good fit for him. Yeah, Van and Bosch had a really great – he had a really good career. Um, again, just unbelievable motor. Um, <laughs> so I think the Eagles will be happy with uh, that pairing at uh, with Hugh Douglas. Yeah, I'm not mad at it. Um, up next, the Miami Dolphins are on the clock. Um, which is interesting for me. Um, did not have a pick last year. No, they did not. Uh, so I'm torn here because, I mean, the defense looks really, really good, right? Jason Taylor, Zach Thomas, Patrick Sertan, uh, you know, Sam Madison. So the defense looks pretty good. Um, I, they need help on offense. Wish there was a quarterback. 
worth taking here. There's clearly not, so I'm not going to do that. I'm really stuck between two players here because I think they could benefit greatly from TJ Hoshmanzada. They need another receiver in there. I mean, looking at their roster, their leading receiver was Rondé Gadsden, um, who was fine, but like not, not a number one. Um, uh, I I think you're giving Rondé Gadsden a little too much credit. <laughs> like he was fine. Eight hundred yards is he was like eight hundred yards is is fine. From Jay Fiedler, that's that's like twelve hundred yards from from a good quarterback. Listen, Chris Chambers <laughs> got twelve hundred yards from Jay Fiedler. Anybody can do it. Right. Um, so T.J. Hushmanzada looks really good here, but we also know that eventually, you know, they get, they bring in Ricky Williams, which means for whatever reason they feel like Lamar Smith's not the guy, even though he did have an eleven hundred yard season that he's coming off of. So I'm did stuck. he really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Lamar so, Smith had 1100. I if you ooh, go back wow. to the, if you go back to like the early 2000s and look at the running backs that had that is those, those type of years, you're gonna see that names, is shocking. You're gonna see names <laughs> that you're like, oh, yeah. that is ooh, I mean, shocking. 310 rushes for Lamar Smith. So, uh, I mean, when you don't have a quarterback, you're gonna just be feeding the running back. So I'm wondering if you know, do you stick with him for another year? I'm stuck between Hushmanzada and Travis Henry here because clearly they weren't sold on Lamar Smith if they eventually get Ricky Williams. But I think we'll give Lamar Smith one more year because I want to get my guy TJ Hushmanzada off the board here. So that's gonna be the pick for Miami. Hushmanzada, lock it up. Championship. That puts this next pick in a very bad spot. Uh, <laughs> yes. You mean this Minnesota Vikings pick? Yeah. The Minnesota Vikings. It's not going to be Michael Bennett? Oh, God. Why, why, see, even to this day, I don't understand that pick. You still have Robert Smith at 28. He has yeah. years left. Oh, I didn't get the pick, but I, I mean, I like Michael Bennett. He's fine. <sighs> He's fine. Yeah. Ronnie Getson was fine. Like it was Ronde uh, Gavison didn't have a thirteen hundred yard season. Yeah, but no, Lamar but Mark Smith had an eleven hundred. <laughs> um, so the Vikings are on the clock. They drafted Cornelius Griffin last year uh, towards the end of the first round, and Eric's on the clock for them now. There's nowhere for them to go right now that makes sense. They have Randy Moss. They have Dante Culpepper, who I feel was a fraud. Um. It, he owes his life to Randy Moss and Chris Carter. Uh, I don't think it was his knee injury that got him, that showed, like, took his talent away. But anyway, um, it's, their defense is bad. Yeah. Their defense is bad. And there's, but what do you do when there's nobody to take? Um, so I think they just take the best available linebacker here. They're going to go Kendrell Bell. And just hope that he, I, he's not even that. He didn't even have that great of a career. He's just. You really think Kendrell Bell is better than Dan Morgan? I do. Okay. I uh, I so I uh, yeah I have my linebacker. I, I guess I'll wait to see if other ones go. But I had my linebackers ranked pretty close to each other. There's like four for me that were honestly kind of interchangeable. But yeah, Kendrell. Oh, you Bell, had four. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, I did actually. <laughs> I'm like, oh, nice. Um, yeah, no, Kendrell Bell, like he's a, he kind of had he had a little bit of a mean streak, like in Pittsburgh. So he a little bit of kind of that hard hitter linebacker. So yeah, it's a fine pick. They got to upgrade somehow. I mean, I was never uh, Dan Morgan was fine. I just in my head, uh, same no, same. I agree. Dan Dan Morgan had a great motor, but other yeah. than that, <laughs> Dan Morgan was. 
I in my head he's he's injured a lot. And that might not be not that might not even be true, but in my head that's what it is. So I don't know. I just feel like he wasn't on the field a lot, and now that I'm looking at it, he wasn't. <laughs> he never started 16 games in a season. The most he started was he had a stretch of 11, 12, and then 13. Other than that, it was eight. He had a one. He had a three. It's yeah. just yeah. I, I I think Kendrell Bell might be a better long term, even though again not that great of a career. Fair enough. Uh, Marcus is on the clock for the Oakland Raiders, so let's look up the 40 times from this combine and see who the fastest was, and that'll be the pick, I'm guessing. Oh, um, wait, I, wait, hold on. I, I, <laughs> I, I did this last time. I actually looked it up. Yeah, can they I drafted that as my favorite NFL year. joke of all time. I apologize oh, to yeah. Raiders fans. It's just... <laughs> well, and, like, well, it was, it was it true so until, Al, uh, until Al Davis died. Yeah, yeah. like it... <laughs> well, yeah. It... <laughs> It's not Just, a joke if it repeatedly happened. Stanford route, Fabian Washington, <laughs> Darius Hayward Bay. Like, oh god, I love that. Ah, uh, oh, they're real bummed. Unfortunately, <laughs> with Steve Smith, it was Santana Moss. Oh, that makes oh, sense. Four three makes... one. Yeah, they tried well, to trade up, but uh, but the Jets weren't taking the call. Ooh, okay. So tied for second are Michael Vick and Chris Chambers. Oof. But there's still hope, boys. What is Corin Robinson up there? Kenyon Rambo is still available. <laughs> <laughs> I remember him from Ohio State. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, Kenyon Rambo. He's still here. That's such a Raiders name too. Oh yeah. Who did the Raiders pick uh, in our in our redraft last year? Did uh, they have a pick? Took Mike Brown for them. Ah, Mike Brown safety. Ooh, that actually helps. Great. Because they took uh, Derek Gibson. Awesome. He wasn't yeah. good. But they don't need him because they have Mike Brown. I'm looking at this team, and ugh, yeah, it's it's such a weird team because again, we have hindsight. This team went to a freaking Super Bowl, yeah, and it's like, oh gosh. I mean, eventually, right? It wasn't this year, was it? Is it it's going to be the Raiders, Raiders, Bucks, or is that 2002? Either oh, way. Yeah, it's, it's the O2. Okay. It doesn't matter. Either way, the most this team is mostly intact <laughs> the next year. Um, and, yeah, I don't love, don't love the pass rush for them. Um, oh, if only Vandenbosch was still on the board. That would have been great. Such a raider. Yeah, they would have loved him. Yeah, I don't. I don't love this spot for them, um, but they are trotting out Tim Brown and Jerry Rice. Now, can you verify, did we take Jerry Porter in the first round of last year's? Uh, he did no? not get picked. Yeah, he was brought up, though. Okay. So we can assume he's on the team. Okay, perfect. That helps. Okay. So uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give uh, Rich Gannon and these old guys – Another weapon, and oh, to me, there's comes, only here comes one. Quincy Morgan, Quincy Morgan, and here, here's one, uh, here's one guy who, again, um, if Bubba Franks is going, I think this guy has every right to go in the first round. Um, I'm going to give the Raiders Algie Crumpler, and yeah, it's just another guy for. I mean, he, he's throwing to senior citizens and Jerry Porter, 
Rich Gannon. He needs somebody else that's young and can do stuff. I mean, they, they have a nice two-headed monster with Wheatley and Charlie Garner. Um, this offense is, is really nice on paper. So let's uh, try and outscore everybody, and let's add uh, Algie Crumpler. Uh, yeah, I yeah. like it. I like I like Algie Crumpler. So I yeah, I think like we said, it's kind of the I feel like for the rest of this mock draft project, it's going to be like the Bubba Franks line. Like if he can go in the first round, then tight ends that were obviously more productive than him have every right to go in the first round. And Crumpler was a really productive player for a long time. So it's a good pick. <laughs> he he was um, he was he was going in the first round if you didn't take him here. So just so you know, okay, was, good, yeah. good. I'm I'm glad I because we just he hadn't even been brought up. So I was wondering if I was crazy for <laughs> no. thinking that Algie Crumpler absolutely needed to go in the first round. Um, by the way, can we just acknowledge and and admire the fact that Algie Crumpler is the son of Carlester Crumpler? I mean, that's that family's oh boy. <laughs> He said, I'm Carlester. What do you want to name our son, honey? Algae. <laughs> Sold. What a life. You could I guess you could say that Carlester was out to sea when he named his son. Yeah, okay. We're done. And what's <laughs> up? We're done. That's the end of the draft series, everybody. Uh, yeah, so. well, Eric's hosting the next one. Uh, <laughs> Oh man! You can, get, um, you can get your pink slip in the mail, Scott. Don't worry about I'm, it. I'm back on the clock for the Rams again, and I'm running up to the podium uh, because they drafted Aaron Schobel already and Nate Clements. Uh, we're going to keep adding to the defense. Uh, we know they have the greatest show on turf, so offense is fine. The highest guy left on my board. I also found out today, thanks to um, Tim Simplot, who's a fan of of the show, that this guy is also tied for the the heaviest big man touchdown of all time so i get that and i get a dt that was really good for a long time rams are drafting sean rogers here love it yep smart yeah where where, so. where did he where was he buried for years detroit, detroit oh, yeah course. weird cool <laughs> cool i know right Ugh. who would have thought what a large large man yeah, seriously. Um, all right, so that brings us to our last few picks here, the first of which is going to be the Indianapolis Colts, and that's going to be made by Eric, and it's not going to be Reggie Wayne. It's not, and they need a wide receiver to go to with Marvin Harrison. They need a tight end other than Marcus Pollard or Ken Dilger. Um, they need... <laughs> Yeah, they they need something, and everything's gone. It's weird when you when you draft at the end of the first round. There's nothing left. Um, so ah, it hurts. It hurts to say this, but maybe maybe putting him in a locker room with a with somebody like Peyton Manning, maybe with a better group, maybe I don't know. I feel like his talent should still get him in the first round. The Colts are going to go Corn Robinson. Hopefully, maybe he, he is a he is a Pro Bowler. He is, and he. Oh. I mean, he's again. If he stays out of his Ex- own way in yeah, this exactly. new world, yeah, I just <laughs> feel that he could be a he could have been great. Yeah, and there's not. I mean, could have been a champion. Maybe they take. Maybe they take Keon, Kenyon Rambo here and just <laughs> take the top off the defense. 
Oh my gosh. Completely forgot Robert Ferguson was a person until I just looked and saw his name here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what about Seahawks legend Alec Bannister? He made a Pro Bowl. Do the Colts go Bannister here? No. That was for special teams, but don't tell Matt Hasselbeck that because he tried to throw him the ball when he got picked <laughs> off by Al Harris in the <laughs> we want the ball and we're going to score game. He said, oh shit, game on the line. Let's go to Alex Bannister. <laughs> It's kind of like game on the line. We're not going to run with Marshawn Lynch, but we're also just going to try to throw to Ricardo Lockett, yeah. of all people. Yeah. Very similar to that. What are we doing in Seattle? Throwing at people we shouldn't be throwing to in crucial times. Uh, yep. Yeah. All right. Well, Marcus is going to finish this off for us with the 31st pick belonging to the Baltimore Ravens. We know it's not going to be Todd Heap. Uh, Ravens are the Super Bowl champions, so the rich are seemingly going to get richer here. They also, at last year added Corey Simon to go along with Jamal Lewis. So they, so Corey Simon got a Super Bowl. Congrats. And yeah, let's see what else they do. Oh, they are in absolute hell here. Quincy Morgan's still available. I'm just throwing that out there. I, I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, Snoop Menace is still available. Dude, that's Chris Ligori's guy, Snoop Menace. Oh, uh, God. This is terrible. Quincy Oh, Shut up. Ron Edwards is out there. I sold him a TV. Uh, nice. Marquise <laughs> Tuyasopo. Hey. He, oh man, don't get me started. You know, you know who, That's a whole can of worms you don't want to get into with me. Underrated Travis Minor. Uh, okay. One of my favorite names, Bawo Jew. Charger safety. I like him. Bill Gramatica is out there. Okay, this is going to be about as unsexy as it gets. But there's just not a a weapon worth grabbing. Shout out to Quincy Morgan, but I'm not going to. I can't. I can't do it. I know for a fact Quincy Morgan's listening to this. He has nothing else going on. (laughs) What up, Quincy? I'm sorry, Quincy. I'm very sorry. But uh, we're just going to go ahead and bolster this O-line because... Um, this upcoming season, barring some miracle, the the post Super Bowl Baltimore Ravens are going to roll out Elvis Gerback. Um, at quarterback, so let's try and help him out a little bit. Um, and we're going to take Roberto Garza. He was on my big board of thirty five. Yes, so we're going to take him. We're going to bolster that O line. Get a center in there just to get him in the get a center in the first round. Um, yeah, but I would have loved to have even taken Corin Robinson there. So bummer, but uh, let's try to protect old, you know, the king. Yeah, that's fair. I'm I'm actually glad to see that he that Garza got into the first round here. It's it's funny that back to back years now it's been Brad Meester and then Roberto Garza, <laughs> the last pick in the draft. Before we get that interior alignment, at least, I mean, at least this time around, we had Hutch and, you know, Leonard Davis, if you know, at kind of a hybrid, but it's nice to get, to get those guys some love. So that, yeah, that's a good pick. So Adam Archuleta is not a first round pick anymore. I, Thank you. So, I, so I, <laughs> okay. And, and no joke, no joke. Until you told me that I drafted Mike Brown for the Raiders, I was going to take out Marjoletta for the, such uh, a, yeah, yeah. For the Raiders. I mean, Yes, he didn't last long because he's like a tiny he, – he played like he was 230 pounds and he was like a buck 90. 
but like he was solid for a couple of years. Like, yeah. you know who else I had on this big board? And it's mainly because I mean, for like two years, he was really good was Dwight Smith. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Okay. Yeah, he was good. Should have been Super Bowl MVP Dwight Smith because yeah, he was good. <laughs> why did they give it to Dexter Jackson? I don't know. Dwight Smith was good. Um, this is actually my favorite part when we talk about the guys that didn't yes. make the first round. Um, besides Adam Archuleta, I mean, Travis Henry, we, you know, his name's been said a few times. Um, my, uh, and, and we said him a few times, Michael Bennett. I have uh, Kareem McKenzie. I also have Kareem McKenzie on, on my big board as well. Um, I had him right next to Roberto Garza. I was like, they're pretty um, interchangeable. And, and two guys that were buried in Detroit, but still, like... Obviously, Jeff Backus didn't live up to his draft spot, but he was still a solid player, and he played for a long time. Him and Dominic Rayola. Dominic oh, Rayola yeah. was good, yep. A guy that I had, a pass rusher who I didn't really like, but he did have some decent seasons, was Derek Burgess. He's on my board, yep. Yeah, um, um, I considered him as a non-motor pass rusher in this <laughs> draft because there weren't many of them. Right. Um, I have Ryan Pickett, even though he was drafted in the first round. He yeah. still had a solid career. He just wasn't, you know. He wasn't great. So I had, so my middle linebackers, I had pretty much these guys all interchangeable. It was Kendrell Bell, Dan Morgan, Ed Hartwell, who I didn't realize was in this draft, Antonio Pierce and Marlon Greenwood because they all, they all had good seasons. Like they all had flashes and, but none of them ever like lived up to it. So to me, they were all pretty interchangeable. I think Pierce has the best shot or would have had the best shots at creeping into the first round, I think. Yeah, I the th- I only had three. I had Morgan, Kendrell Bell, Antonio Pierce. Okay, so Eric, did you have Ken Lucas as a corner on here? I did. Okay, I, did. I love Ken Lucas. Um, have I and, literally just must have gone past his name? And we all have Nate Clements, correct? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Did anybody else put any other names at corner on their Fred on their Smoot. board? I had Fred Smoot. I had Fred Smoot's name down to make sure I didn't pick him. <laughs> I had Fred Smoot. But I also put another name down that I think was sneaky, and probably in all reality, I would have taken ahead of Fred Smoot. Andre Dyson. I was just gonna say Andre Dyson. He was my Madden I, dude. He was a guy what? I got in Madden every time I he played. He was solid. He was solid. He wasn't great, but he yeah. I, he's definitely more consistent than Fred Smoot. I'm Fred looking Smoot at it now, and like honestly, um, Gary Baxter wasn't that bad either. Like he was, he was fine. Like he had a decent like career it lasted pretty long like he was he wasn't that bad either but the, the rest of it come on jamar fletcher oh god <laughs> this corner draft was a just a nightmare a hellscape oh, really, oh, oh, we're, we're going two years in a row where that's the case yeah jeremetrius butler guys so we're, we you know who was undrafted in the 2001 draft podcast legend ross tucker Right. Um, yeah, I, I went. So I went into the the undrafted the list here, and like there were guys here that I had just completely forgotten existed, like Marcel Ship. Oh. Oh, how could you forget Marcel? Like Shipp? I can't believe I forgot Marcel <laughs> Ship existed. Wait, Marcus, and then I saw it, and I was like, oh, Marcus, you're still here. Oh, you guys didn't notice the first time, did you? Um, I noticed, but we you're, just kind of kept talking, and then you came back in. Your video is uh-huh. still locked on. That's why I wasn't yeah. even sure you were back. Gotcha, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> Nick Har- Nick Harper too was another corner that actually played pretty well for the Colts. Like he was undrafted. Um, this- Stephen Neal for the Patriots, the guard. 
who didn't yeah. even play college football. I had no idea. I'm trying to find yeah. somebody that. Um, yeah, there, no, there were a lot of undrafted guys that, you know, had long careers. Obviously, we mentioned Antonio Pierce, like the, the best of them, but uh, there were a ton of kickers in this one. I don't I know if you guys I was going to say that. Rob Baronis, Lawrence Tynes. Who else we got? Yeah. Dom- Dominic Rhodes. Um, oh. Jay Feely. Like, there were a ton of kickers in this one. Yeah, Dominic Rhodes is a good one. Nick Goings. Remember, he had that oh, one year geez. on the Panthers, and people yes. were like, Nick Goings. Oh, God. <laughs> Nick Goings. He was a total bro. He had, like, the bro tattoos on. Oh, yep. those tribal bullshit. Oh, yeah. Nick, yeah. Nick. <laughs> he was a bro for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did like Lamont Jordan I was lot. just going to bring him he up. He was yep. at Maryland. I loved him. And he, yeah, I just, he had his moments too in the league. Yeah, any right. any big running back that was fast, I was like, oh yeah. That's why I love Rashad Penny, and I hope I hope to God. <laughs> Chris Chris Hoke, um, who had a nice career with. with oh Pittsburgh. yeah, I had I had Chris. Yeah, I had Chris Hope. Hoke, the defensive oh, tackle, Hope. not the safety. Oh, player. oops, I'm I'm looking ahead. That's on my other big board. I it's shot. Whoa, uh, whoa! Boy, spoiler, I got hey, Chris hey, Hope hey. on my big board. <laughs> Well, we know future first rounder Chris Hope will be happening. I guess you have to keep listening for that. Um, <laughs> any any other guys or anything else from this from this draft, guys? Um, no, I just think, I mean, I just love looking back because you get to see like what a true crapshoot the draft is and why we love it so much. Because there are going to be a bunch of guys like this that we're going to be able to look back in a month when, you know, when this draft starts is we're going to say, oh, this is a slam dunk at this spot for this team. And guess what? It's not Kenyatta Walker at 14 to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Nope. Yeah. Who is Jamal Reynolds? 10 to the Packers. Nope. For the second year in a row, the Browns, Gerard Warren. Right. Number three. Nope. I, I mean, just... Yeah, it just gives you a it, it it lets you know why the Cleveland Browns are bad, but you can even look at these teams that have been very good for a very long time and went, "Ooh, god, they picked that guy." Wow. Well, a quarterback <laughs> a quarterback can cover up your draft mistakes. When you mm-hmm. don't have a quarterback, your draft mistakes are oh, just magnified yeah. by a million. Um, coming out of this draft, really excited to see um the Michael Vick Cleveland Browns and how they draft moving forward. Um Really excited to see the Drew Brees Falcons and what they do. And I feel like for the second year in a row I'm saying this, but really stoked for this Washington team with Tom Brady, Brian Urlacher, and now Steve Smith Sr., three Hall of Famers over the last two drafts. He's, he's just Steve Smith right now. Yeah, he's, he's... <laughs> Well, do we know that for sure? Um, but, yeah, no, that's pretty much it then uh, for 2001 Redraft Project. Uh, next up is 2002, and it'll be out soon. So keep listening. Um, I don't. I never know how we sign off these things because we don't keep the bench warm. So we just um, say bye. We'll, we'll keep it naked for you. Yeah, you we'll go. be naked later. Bare-assed <laughs> on the bench. <laughs> uh, wait, what was the other one? Like where – I got nothing. Where the wild things are. Where the <laughs> – Thank <laughs> you.